Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and we're glad you could join us. We have a lot of basketball to talk about. We're going to give you the results of the semi-states coming up in just a few seconds. Our star of the show, Brendan King, anxiously awaiting a time for him to shine and give you all those scores. We're also going to talk some college basketball and talk about the All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. Right now, though, let's turn it over to the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the best. Let's get right to it. We have matchups to tell you about for the IHSAA Girls Basketball State Finals. Coming up at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis, let's begin with Class 4A, where the day started with Lake Central handling Homestead. Final of 55-42. Again, semi-state. you got to win two games in one day. Noblesville on the flip side defeated Valparaiso 59-42. But it's Lake Central advancing to the state finals with their 52-36 W against Noblesville. On the flip side, Southport semi-state. Lawrence Central began the morning over Plainfield 48-34. Center Grove then defeated Franklin 45-33. Lawrence Central, though, advances beating Center Grove 53-40. Your 4A matchup, Lake Central, takes on Lawrence Central, the Battle of the LCs. Class 3A is set. Huntington North Semi-State. Norwell beat Hamilton Heights 64-50. Then Bremen edged Northwood 45-43. Norwell, though, took care of Bremen in a big fashion, 64-20 to advance. They will meet Gibson Southern from the Jasper Semi-State. Gibson Southern crushed Scottsburg 81-66. Danville got the win earlier in the day over Chittard 54-44, but Gibson Southern no issue with Danville 63-48. Class 2A semi-state. This one had some extra drama to it. We'll tell you why in a second. Logansport semi-state. Fort Wayne Bishop lures the win over LaPel 56-38. Andrean then locked down Lewis Cass 35-25. Fort Wayne Bishop lures though the W advancing to the state finals, beating Andrean 49-36. What a year it has been for Fort Wayne Bishop Lures, a football state championship, and now an opportunity at a girls' basketball state title. We told you about that extra drama, though. Shelbyville Semi-State, it's because in overtime, Eastern Hancock knocked off Sheridan 62-54, your only overtime game of Semi-State. But it was Brownstown Central having the best day. First, they beat Lytton Stockton 40 and eventually Brownstown Central took down Eastern Hancock 45-29. What a battle by Eastern Hancock, but they used all that energy in the OT and could not overcome Brownstown. Lastly in Class A, Clinton Central beat Union City in big fashion, 42-18. Marquette Catholic then defeated Caston, 41-34. Marquette Catholic edged Clinton Central to finish it off, 72-70, to advance. They'll meet Lanesville, 
who took care of the New Albany semi-state. Lanesville first beat Jack Sendell 62-40. North Central Farmersburg took care of Wood Memorial 54-53. And then Lanesville topped North Central 68-33 to move on. Your matchups in totality, Class A. Marquette Catholic takes on Lanesville. In 2A, it's Fort Wayne Bishop Lures against Brownstown Central. Class 3A will feature Norwell battling Gibson Southern. And Class 4A, the Battle of the LCs, Lake Central versus Lawrence Central. There is your total semi-state Saturday and your matchup for the girls' basketball state finals. Let's talk some college basketball while we've got time. Indiana State, number 23 in the country. Unfortunately, they will not be 23 come next week. They lose both of their games after being ranked tonight to Southern Illinois, 74-69. They lost to Illinois State on Tuesday. Butler falls to number 17 Creighton at Henkel, final 79-57. Other notables, Purdue-Fort Wayne knocked off Detroit Mercy, 83-69. Miami of Ohio over Ball State, 80-59. Missouri State, the win over Valparaiso 82-74. Damian Lillard wins the three-point contest NBA All-Star Weekend. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. The award for longest wait tonight goes to Dave Eha from the Ball State Radio Network. This time I'm getting it right, Ball State losing uh, in, in their matchup with Miami of Ohio, 80-59. to 59. And, and, David, you talked about bench performance or lack of, but uh, more to this than just bench performance, could, couldn't find a way to generate consistent offense tonight. Well, that's exactly right, Bob. I mean, only 59 points, and a big part of that was 15 turnovers. I mean, Mm. every time you needed a basket, you know, there were so many empty possessions and live ball turnovers. Miami had 12 steals. So think about that. Of the 15 turnovers, 12 live ball steals, and they're able to get out and turn those into layups. So makes it hard to, you know, come back when you're you're turning the ball over. And and once things got a little bit out of hand, Cardinals kind of rushed, shot selection got a little bit uh, a little bit poor. And next thing you know, the lead goes from 10 to 20. Goes in a hurry, you know. When you put yourself in the spot when you can't, you can't stop their runs because you come up empty. Uh, you put so much pressure on them defensively, you can't continue it, and it's the classic. It's the um, the anatomy of a run, so to speak. You empty possessions, and you, you can't get all those stops you need, and so we're limping in. It looks like the postseason. Are they going to make postseason? Well, that remains to be seen. Cardinals, uh, the top eight of twelve go to the MAC tournament. Right now, the Cardinals sit right. at number at number nine. This is a big week for mm. Ball State. They've got two games against teams they've already beaten that are below them in the standings, and they're just one game out of the coveted eighth spot. So, still mm. plenty of time with six games to go. But you've got to make some hay this week uh, on the road Tuesday at Northern Illinois and then home on Saturday against Eastern Michigan. You may have to suit up. They need. They may need your offensive punch. <laughs> well, I tell you, they they could use somebody to come in off the bench and uh, give them double figures because uh, right now that's that's really been a struggle. And hopefully they'll get Mickey Pearson back on Tuesday night. That'd be a big a big lift to them. David Ehoff from the Ball State 
Radio Network, Ball State losing to Miami of Ohio, 80-59. to 59. David, thanks as always. Have a great week. Okay, thank you, Coach. Thank you. High school basketball tonight. Chris Norton from WITZ and Jasper on the call of Jasper's 59-42 win over Pike Central. Chris, tell me about this win for the Wildcats tonight. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Outside of a six-all tie early on, a wire-to-wire win for the Wildcats in Petersburg this evening. Playing spoiler for the Charger homecoming. We would have ten combined threes in the first half, one of the quickest first halves you will ever see, running about 24 minutes long. Uh, Outside of half number one, the Wildcats led 27-20. That would be the defense king in 9-0 run to begin the second half. And really at that point on, the lead would get no closer than 12, and the Wildcats dribble out the basketball on their way to a 59-42 victory, their final road game of the season. Uh, So looking pretty good as they get back home for a senior night of their own next Thursday. Well, you know what? Now's a good time to be putting some things together. Uh, you know, I mean, they've got just a few games obviously left. Um, how do you think, you know, how are they playing, in your estimation, heading into the upcoming tournament? You know, they've really turned things on, on their head in a positive way, flipping things around here. Winners of six of their past eight. Right. Now, it started before Griffile. Uh, their center came back from an, Ake- or a, an ACL tear, rather. Um, but they played some really strong basketball. They looked comfortable or with the three-out guard offense rather than the four-out. From that point on, they feel like the team has the season back on track. Really early on in the season, mm-hmm. there was a stretch where they lost, what, three of nine, or they, they only won three of nine, three or ten over that stretch. So it feels like they're back on the rails and where they need to be if they want to continue their season in the postseason. And they've got another test in bed for North Lawrence, and I think they're looking at that more of a chance to – shore some things up, iron some things out offensively, defensively, before they do get to the games that actually matter at the end of the season. From WITZ and Jasper, Chris Norton on the call of Jasper's 59-42 win over Pike Central and boys basketball tonight. John, uh, Chris, thank you so much for the call. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. We'll catch you tomorrow. I'll look forward to it. Thank you so much. John Herrick, you know that name. John Herrick is might, in fact, be the busiest guy you know, quite frankly. Tonight, for the IHSAATV.org, he has the call of a uh, semi-state championship. Fort Wayne Bishop Lures beats Andrean 49-36 to win the Logansport semi-state in in 2A. John, hold on a second. John, I know you're there. I need you to hang on. Uh, scoreboard update coming up. We'll, you got, you're fine. We'll, we'll get you when we come back. I appreciate you holding. Scoreboard update with Brenda King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. On Indiana Sports Talk.
I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Back to the high school and college basketball in just a second. But we're moving on to the final portion of All-Star Saturday in downtown Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium. It is the highly anticipated dunk contest. We'll keep you posted on what happens. Mac McClung defends his title. He's in the G League with the Orlando Magic, but starting college at Georgetown, then Texas Tech. McClung goes up against Jacob Toppin from the New York Knicks. Jaime Jaquez from the Miami Heat. You may remember him from UCLA. And then from the Boston Celtics star, Jalen Brown. Brown probably the biggest name in this contest. And speaking of big names, it was Damian Lillard winning the three-point contest pretty much with ease as it went along. Tyrese Halliburton did participate in that. Halliburton also helped win the skills challenge for Team Pacers from ESPN Radio. Miles Turner left of the mark. 23 seconds to go. Shot in the air, go! Tyrese Halliburton holding the pose with 20.5 seconds to go. And the hometown team has done it again. Team Pacers are your champs. Mark Kestesher on the call for ESPN Radio. College basketball today, filling you in on some more scores. Oakland crushed IUPUI, final 107-59. Little Rock got the best of Southern Indiana, 80-62. Also gets you some Division Three and NAIA basketball scores at 10.30, but... For now, it was Marion over St. Francis, 84-75. IU Kokomo defeated Indiana Southeast, 75-65. And St. Xavier topped Holy Cross, 65-57. Welcome back, everyone. John Herrick rejoins us. John, I apologize for that. I'm, I'm just uh, I'm losing my touch here. You had a great, great game. You're, you're busy. I know this. At, uh, uh, at Logansport, 2A. Semi-state, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures, 49-36 winners over Andrean. What a great turn for Lures. Lures beat LaPel 56-38 in, in the morning. Andrean beat Lewis Cass 35-25. So a great day for Lures and a special time to come to Indianapolis and play for a championship. Yeah, yeah, Bob. And these teams were both about defense. I mean, and one thing you're going to see from Bishop Lures uh, next Saturday is the way they pressure the ball defensively. I mean, I don't know that I've seen a team that goes full court press nonstop on defense from uh, one end of the floor to the other for that long. And they, they do it no matter what the score is. And so they mm-hmm. frustrated LaPel and they were able to win the first game by 18. And then I think the biggest thing was that, you know, defensively they took over in the second quarter, took a nine point lead. Uh, into the locker room at half. And then right when Andrean starts to cut the lead to six, um, they go on a 7-0 run and hold Andrean to just two points in the fourth quarter to win by 13. So this team's defense was a hu- is a huge reason why they're successful, and they're now 19-6. and six. They played an extremely tough schedule uh, to get here as well. So it- it's-, it's really quite impressive what they've been able to do, especially since um, December. Uh, ended and, and January started. They've now won nine games in a row, postseason wow. included. So wow. they're they're going to be a tough out, and it looks like they're playing Brownstown Central next week for the um, for the two A crown. So that's going to be an excellent two A game where defense will play a huge pa- uh, part. 
You know what? They have to be tough-minded because to play that style and then come back and do that again, do that in two games in one day, uh, they have to have good depth. uh, They have to be in great shape. And and the mindset they have is dominating. It's an impressive story. Yeah, and and they definitely overcame some things. They had some players get in foul trouble, but uh, Annika Davis really paced them the way. uh, She had 11 points in the uh, second game, nine points in the first game. Uh, Kendall Tyree knocked down some key shots from the perimeter. Addison Shank has been their leading scorer all season, um, and she really helped get them to this point. She gave them 13 points in the early morning game today, despite being in foul trouble, and then she gets nine in the second game. So they are a very well-balanced team. There's no doubt about it. Um, they've got three different scores averaging in double figures, and they've got players off the bench that can come in. And even if those players don't score, they will execute that mm-hmm. press defense that they love to do. Well, they've got a chance to play for a championship, which is pretty strong uh, next Saturday. So what a tremendous win for Lures. You have a short turnaround. You need to be in Bloomington tomorrow for the IU and Northwestern game. This is a dangerous Northwestern team coming into Assembly Hall tomorrow. Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing about them, Bob, is, is Boo Booey. Um, you know, he, he, he really yeah. had two good games against Indiana last year. He scored over 20 points in both of the meetings. Uh, so Indiana's going to have their hands full. There's no question about it. Um, this team, I feel like if they when they win games, and they're going to have to win far more than they lose with only seven games right. remaining if they want to make the postseason – They've got to figure out a way to get back to playing the kind of defense that Mike Woodson expects them to play. And then on top of that, they also need to, I think, get out and run and transition. When this team gets out and runs and plays in the fast break scenarios, that's when they're better. Because uh, when, they, when they just try to come down and play half court all the time, things just get dogged and run down. And when they've played well, like, for example, for the first – three quarters of that Kansas game earlier this year, they were out running in transition. Trey Galloway was making plays. The guards were making plays. And I feel like if they're going to do that against Northwestern, they're going to have to do that. But then on the other side, they're going to have to play some really good half-court and uh, transition defense against a a Mm -hmm. very talented Northwestern team that pushed Purdue uh, to the brink of the limit earlier this year. Well, I'll be tuning in while I'm while I'm driving up to the IHSAA pairing show. I'll be tuning in, listening to you guys. Okay. All right, sounds good, and I'll be uh, paying attention to those pairing shows uh, as well. I can't wait to see uh, <laughs> what happens with that because I'm sure I'll be busy doing some boys basketball games in the postseason. I'm certain that you will. John Herrick from the IHSAATV.org. Andran and Lures, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures wins the Logan Sport Semi-States moving to Indianapolis next week. Thanks, John. Be safe. Thanks a lot, Coach. Let's talk boys basketball tonight. New Palestine with a very impressive win uh, from the New Palestine Radio Network, our good friend, Andrew Smith, new pal beating Whiteland the 76-75. What a great game tonight, Andrew. Yeah, this really was a great game. The two teams were within a couple of possessions of each other most of the night. And then uh, Julius Gizzi, who had 44 tonight, uh, second highest total in new pal school history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He uh, really took the game over in the third quarter. 
and helped New Pal build a 14-point lead. He scored 14 in the third quarter, but this Whiteland team plays hard, and they've got a lot of scorers. they got four guys who average in double figures, and they just do not go away. And much of the night was a shootout between uh, Julius Gizzy and Wyatt McLaughlin. McLaughlin got hot early in the fourth, hit a three, a two. Suddenly that 14-point lead was down to nine, and then uh, his teammates just got hot as well. Jazz Banwait had a three-point play and a three. Ethan Edwards hit a couple of threes and felt like New Powell was trading twos for threes with Whiteland, and the Warriors just kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And uh, Gizzy had a shot in the lane to put the Dragons up three in the final minute for his 43rd and 44th points, but then Ethan Edwards got loose with uh, 15 seconds left to draw Whiteland within one. New Powell turns it over on the inbounds after a foul, and Whiteland has two good looks, so one a three from Edwards, one a shot by Banwait at the buzzer that Austin McMahon, a guy who is really a New Pal's defensive stopper, reached up and got a fingertip on at the buzzer, blocking a shot that uh, preserved a 76-75 win for, for New Pal, which is now 18-4 and on the year. Whiteland, I don't know how this team is 12-10. and I know they play a very tough schedule. Yeah, they are yeah. a very, right. very good team with a lot of scores, and they're really difficult to defend because they've got guys that can score at all three levels and uh, as good of a mid-range game from several guys as I've seen all year. As, uh, Wyatt McLaughlin had 28 for them. Jazz Banwait had 19. Those two combined for 18 of their 29 fourth-quarter points as they had a furious comeback. That fell one point short. Julius Gizzy, as we mentioned, 44 tonight for New Pal. Uh, that's uh, his second 40-point game of the season, two points off the school record. And uh, also Moses Haynes' his cousin, who set New Pal's single-season assist record last week. Julius set the single-season points record in the same game. He had a, a nice night as well with nine points, had four big ones in the fourth quarter. And uh, – they were both honored before the game. Gizzy also had 15 rebounds for a double-double mm-hmm, tonight. Mm-hmm. And that was a career high. So it's just a, a big, big night for him uh, and, and for the Dragons, who are playing without their starting center and a guy who averages 10-7 and seven and does a lot of things on defense for them, Ben Slagley tonight. So a really big, gutsy win for New Pal. They've got uh, a big one on Tuesday with Mount Vernon, a potential sectional opponent, and uh, also a conference game. And their biggest rival uh, coming up, that's a makeup game from last night. So uh, some some great basketball being played at New Pal tonight between two very good teams. Mm-hmm. And this is a game I think it's going to make both teams better for the sectional in a couple of weeks. And bo- I think both teams really have a chance to make some noise and advance out of sectional play. Andrew Smith from the uh, New Palestine Radio Network, New Pal over Whiteland, 76-75. Andrew, thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too, Coach. Coming up, we're going to spend some time talking about girls semi-states, talking about Gibson Southern's big win. Uh, we'll also talk uh, some great, great matchups in the um, Southern semi-state. Uh, 1A, we'll talk about that. Some boys basketball, too. Reminder, Greg Rickstraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters tomorrow, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock p.m. for the boys pairing show on the IHSA Champions Network. Many of these same great stations around the state will be bringing you that action. So join us. You're going to find out who's going to be playing whom and when. 
And uh, stay with us, though. After the scoreboard update, we continue to talk a lot of basketball on a very busy Saturday night on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. The dunk contest has begun from Lucas Oil Stadium, continuing All-Star Saturday night festivities. Mac McClung just did a little reverse, popped the ball up, caught it, and then slammed it down behind his head. That's the best way I can describe it. This guy, he's got some juice to him and some hops. He won the dunk contest last year. We'll keep you posted on how that goes. Other college basketball scores from today. It was Marion topping St. Francis 84-75. to Indiana Wesleyan with the crushing win of Mount Vernon Nazarene 110-78. to Huntington edged Spring Arbor 80-76. It was Taylor taking down Goshen 67-54. Grace by 10 over Bethel 72-62. Indiana Tech the win over Lourdes 69-65. Roosevelt 78, IU South Bend 65 today. And it was St. Ambrose over Indiana Northwest 76-65. Other scores, Wabash beating Worcester 91-81. DePaul over Hiram today, 89-67. Calvin earns the W against Trine, 73-66. And it was UND 82, Illinois Springfield 75. Scores in the top 25 of note. Kentucky beats number 13, Auburn, 70-59. The Wildcats, number 22. Number one, UConn destroyed number four, Marquette, 81-53 in the Big East. How about this one in the Big Ten? Iowa, 88. Number 20, Wisconsin, 86. That was in overtime. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball on the boys' side tonight. Wapahani, ranked number two and. 2A winning over Yorktown tonight, 40-38. to Matt Luce joins me. Coach, what a great win tonight. They're all great wins, Coach. They're all great wins. <laughs> Our 19th yeah. of the season and drew it up just perfect. You know, it was a barn burner, but – Awesome. Some more dramatic than others. (laughs) I I know. Sold out crowd, a sectional atmosphere. So tell me how you win it. Uh, Made it, got a stop and a a rebound at the end. Our uh, senior point guard, Isaac Andrews, hit two free throws with about 30 seconds to go and uh, up 40 38 and found a way to get a stop at the end right at the buzzer. So. uh, Great atmosphere out in the country. I mean, it was high school basketball at its best. Senior-laden uh, team, Yorktown, very good team. And our guys found a way. Down 10 at halftime and just ooh, had shots and, and just, uh, just, just had trouble scoring. They do a great job with their athleticism, very disciplined. And our guys didn't panic and their coach didn't panic and they found a way. So. Very proud. Well, you know, you didn't win. Yeah, you didn't win nineteen by accident, or you didn't win nineteen by panicking either. That's right. And again, it's guys we've grown up with. But our staff talked to them about, hey, we've had great opportunities, and let's cut it to five by the third quarter. And you know the speech, right? It's really easy right. to. I do to watch, watch <laughs> the scoreboard, and when that scoreboard's going off and things aren't going your way, and mom and dad are yelling shoot it shoot it and score faster it's, it's easy to get caught up but our guys right, didn't right. they hung in there and made enough plays in the fourth quarter and i think yorktown scored three points in the fourth quarter so we must have stepped it up defensively sounds like you did all right who are you playing next week 
We got uh, Shenandoah uh, on senior night. Um, we're going to honor three seniors, and one of them being the Andrews kid, who's the all-time leading scorer in Wapani history, and and uh, the other two guys, Mason Barton and Nick Cook, have had great careers. And mm-hmm. this will be for our outright conference, the Mid-Eastern Conference. So something to play for and celebrate our guys, and hopefully uh, have a chance to win our twentieth game. Wapahani over at Yorktown, 40-38 to tonight. Matt Lewis, congratulations on a great win. Good well, luck next week. We'll see you tomorrow. we we got a big party in Selma, Indiana, so we can't wait to hear Coach Lovell. Make sure you send us that picture. We'll try to get you on there, okay? All right, Coach. See you. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Kankakee Valley tonight with a great win over McCutcheon 69-63. KV's Bill Shepard joins me. Coach, congratulations. That's an impressive win tonight. Thanks a lot, Bob. It, uh, the kids uh, kids played pretty well, and uh, that makes eight of our last 11, so we're playing pretty good ball at the right time. So why are you playing so well right now? Well, we just had a, a, about a month ago, we made a couple of adjustments, uh, with the, not with the lineup, but just shifting people in a uh, couple right. additional changes and stuff and it's it's just it's just fit us really well and uh, we've been playing really good ever since then and we just haven't really looked back so it's you know it, it, everything's been positive we in, in that stretch we've had three wins over sectional opponents so uh-huh. you know we're, uh-huh. we're looking we're looking forward to the next couple of weeks and see if we can keep this rolling they call that coaching, Coach. Well, that's, I mean, I, that's, I, yeah, that's what you've been I, doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I would like to say that, but then, you know, I, I don't. I mean, it, it, the players have to execute too. So, right. So, yeah, it, it, was, it. It, was, it, was, it was a great win tonight on senior night. So, uh, but hopefully, we can keep it going. All right, brag about some of these guys who played well tonight. I'll tell you what, we have a senior by the name of Camden Webster who has been a four-year starter for us that actually tonight set our school's wow. uh, career scoring record. Um, he had Good. 26 points, and uh, he, uh, he's he been uh, he's been with us, from, obviously, for the last four years and been playing really well for us. And, and uh, we got a pair of forwards, a junior by the name of Brady Sampson and a senior by the name of Jeremiah Jones, who've been consistently in double figures for, like, the last – eight to ten games, and both those guys had 15 tonight. It was a really wild game tonight, too, because the first half, there was a defensive struggle on both ends. It was 24-11. Right. We were ahead at halftime, 24-11. Then all of a sudden, it turned into like an NBA All-Star game in the second half. <laughs> and it, it, was just, it was just bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket. It was like, what's going on here? But uh, these weren't the two teams right. I watched for the first 16 minutes. But, then it was a, uh, but yeah, those, so we had those three kids in double figures. But to, just like I said, just the overall team effort that we've been building the last couple of months has been has been really good. And we're looking forward to that draw tomorrow and watching watch you on TV and see who we get and, uh, and hoping, <laughs> hoping for the best, obviously. Oh, you're putting pressure on me. I don't. I, you don't want to watch. You want to listen to me, but unfortunately, you might have to watch me. But, you, oh but, well, yeah. Well, the, the kids are fired up either way. So that, 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 that good. It's, it's just. It's just. It's great to have a positive vibe this time of year, and and, and, and you know that. So. Yeah. Now, absolutely. I think it's fantastic. Kankakee Valley with an impressive win tonight, 69-63 over McCutcheon. Bill Shepard, thanks for the call. Thanks for watching us tomorrow in advance, and good luck next time out. Thanks a lot, Bob. Brian Sullivan, the man himself from WNAS, doing some work today in the uh, New Albany semi-state. Uh, this is a pretty good little semi-state, Brian. And we're going to talk with uh, Dave Sokol a little bit later about this, too. But um, just fun for you to be right there and doing this work 
Uh, and it's just it's just a great great night of basketball. So I'll turn it over to you. Give me just take me through the whole day and give me your thoughts on this great day. Well, I'll, I'll spoil it for everybody, but let you know that Greg Rakestraw is going to be in a real good mood for the uh, boys <laughs> pairing show tomorrow. So I think well, that gives yeah. you an indication of how it all played out today. <laughs> well, he, you know what? He, um, he may not, but yeah, because he is right now. You know, he's in Evansville with the wrestling, and so uh, he drove down. Going to drive back tonight. Uh, it's a, it's a relatively. He's got some time to relax a little bit tomorrow, but he's going to be a tired guy. I think his girls winning that'll make him a lot happier, though. Had to put a little bit more pep in his step. Yeah, the the first game of the day was a rematch of the semi-state championship last year. Uh, but Lanesville really got after it defensively against Jackson Dell. There was one little crack there right about the the break between the third and fourth quarter where the lead got mm-hmm. from 19 down to 11. But uh, really defensively, Lanesville just turned it up in the last seven minutes and, and pulled away. Had a really good second game, though. Wood Memorial and North Central ends up being decided right at the finish. Uh, just back and forth the entire ball game. Looked like Wood Memorial, they went on a 16-2 to run in the first half. Right. Looked like they were going to blow it out. And North Central made a really nice comeback. It was one of those plays, if you coach young kids, you tell them, don't get discouraged, don't give up on a right. play. Because right. North Central had a chance to win the game with a wide-open layup underneath the basket, missed it, but the kid fought for the rebound, created a jump ball situation to give her team the ball back, and then Jalen Davidson hits a jumper to win the ball game there for a one-point victory. So it was a really, really exciting game. Um, Unfortunately, Lanesville showed why they're the defending state champs and why they're number one this year in the championship. They just steamrolled North Central in the finals, which is a little surprising because they played earlier this season. It was a one-point right. game, but we were in a running clock the entire uh, fourth quarter in this one. So uh, Lanesville, just, every week we we watch them and just impressed by their defensive intensity and the contributions they get from about seven deep, and it was no different right. in the championship tonight. Brian Sullivan, I know you're watching us tomorrow and listening tomorrow on the pairing show. Absolutely. I know you're going to be ready. You need to be. I can't imagine anybody in our state not listening or watching. The, the thought of somebody not listening or watching that makes zero sense to me. I just I can't believe people would do that, to be honest. We did our part on the halftime show of the championship game tonight, went through all the details, told people where they could find it, and uh, told all right. the fans down south what times they could expect their sectionals to get announced. So uh, we, we hope we drive up your viewership. Well, you know, I, I get paid on the, you know, based on the viewers. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, that's not true, but it's, you know, it, the numbers are have just been uh, phenomenal, to be honest. And it's, it's all Greg Rakestraw. I mean, you're talking about um, an absolute walking, talking computer. I'm just there. Uh, I'm there as a pretty face nowadays. At this stage of my career, that's that's what I'm doing. All right? Tomorrow uh, for this pairing we'll show. Watching. Brian Sullivan, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right, Coach. Coming up, Scott Mitchell from Swim Sports talking about Gibson Southern's win. Dave Sokol from Southern Indiana Sports talking about the Lanesville win plus more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk.
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. And let's talk about some boys' high school basketball. There are four overtime games to talk about tonight, beginning with Fort Wayne North skipping past Adams Central in OT. That's a final of 78-76. Also an extra time, Indian Creek by a pair against Sullivan, 57-55. Overtime, North Vermilion outlasted South Putnam, 66-60. And our only double OT game of the night, South Vermilion down to the wire, defeats Covington. That's a final of 88-84. One game in the Hoosier Conference playoffs tonight, fifth place, Benton Central 43, Western 36. We stay in action from Lucas Oil Stadium, the dunk contest after Damian Lillard won the three-point contest. Team Pacers won the NBA Skills Challenge. That was a grouping of Benedict Matherin, Miles Turner, and Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton was also in the three-point contest, but was eliminated. Back to the dunk contest, though. On to the finals. It started with four. It's down to two. From the Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown advancing to the final. He will face last year's champion, Mac McClung. In the dunk contest final, McClung's dunks have been a little bit more emphatic than Brown's has, but Brown, one of the most athletic men in the NBA. We'll have to see how this goes as it is the final of the dunk contest. Both men have dunked twice, and now down to the elimination round of the championship. We'll report on how the rest of that goes. If you're wondering, the All-Star game, that is tomorrow night, starting at 8 o'clock, the East versus West All-Stars. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Scott Mitchell joins me from Swim Sports. Scott, thanks for holding. I appreciate it more than you know. You've had a busy day, have you not? Bob, uh, we had the uh, 3A South Semistate at Jasper, and we had four Olympic uh-huh. teams in there. Uh, in the first game, it was uh, – Bishop Chatard uh, losing to Danville, 54-44. Danville looked like they were going to run away with this one, uh, up 15 and a half. Chatard made a uh, furious run in the third quarter, took a one-point lead into the fourth quarter, but uh, good free-throw shooting by uh, Danville, and they won to get to the championship round. In the second game, it was Scottsburg, number nine ranked, uh, came in uh, against the number three ranked Gibson Southern Lady Titans. This game uh, was Gibson Southern led most of the way, but I tell you what, a terrific junior for Scottsford, Ellie Richardson, had 21 points in the third mm-hmm. quarter alone, finished with 32, but Gibson Southern won the game 81 66, just a little too much uh, firepower. Uh, by three or four different players for Gibson Southern set up tonight's championship between Danville and Gibson Southern. Gibson Southern wins that one. They led at the end of each quarter. And uh, the big difference in this game, two big factors, Bob, we talked about uh, good guard play in tournament. Uh, time wins ball games. Gibson Southern's got terrific guard play. 
from Gabby Spink and Chloe mm-hmm. Graham. Uh, Gabby, 14. Do we? Did we? Did we lose Scott? Uh oh. Okay, it's no, fine. we got you. No, no, yeah, we got you. Everything's uh, good. We're driving, so I thought we may have hit a dead spot. Big news tonight <laughs> for uh, Gibson Southern in the championship. However, six-one freshman Paige Snouse had a double-double: twenty-two points, twelve rebounds, and probably three or four block shots. We didn't keep those, but a terrific night from her. Uh, Gibson Southern wins it. 6348. Um, Emma Anslet for Danville, led Danville. She's a terrific junior uh, point guard, 19 points for them. Gibson Southern moves on uh, 25 and 4 to the state next week, and Danville has a terrific season at 24 and 4. Right, so, who's Gibson Southern playing in the championship? They play Norwell, so it'll be the number two okay. team in the state against the number three team in 3A. So it should be a dance. Perfect. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. At Jasper, girls basketball today. Gibson Southern in the championship game beats Danville 63-48, moving on to play in Indianapolis next week. I appreciate it very much, Scott. Scott Mitchell from Swim Sports. Great to no talk problem. to you. We'll I look forward to seeing you. I appreciate it very much. I'll look forward to it. Thanks so much for the call. Dave Sokol from Southern Indiana Sports uh, joins me. Dave, you heard our conversation earlier with uh, Brian Sullivan about the action at the New Albany uh, semi-state, which was won by the defending champs Lanesville, 68-33 over North Central Farmersburg. Looks like Lanesville could be headed for another state championship the way they played today. Well, I tell you, it was all, Coach, Lanesville today. Uh, The first game... Yeah, the uh, Jacksonville, they came in thinking, hey, we can play with these guys. I talked to them before the game, but mm-hmm. it was all Lanesville. It really was. Uh, they pretty much, uh, right out of the, the starting blocks, had that one taken care of. They won it by 22, 62-40. They've got a junior, uh, Hadley Crozier, for Lanesville. She put up 25 points. She's their leading scorer, just a junior. She'll be back next year, and uh, she was just incredible. And, of course, like I said, the pressure defense, into Lanesville plays. Uh, it's incredible. It really is. You know, my old coach, Joe Hinton, he is the assistant coach to his wife, Angie right. Hinton, on that team. And i tell you what, uh, coached well, good players. They've got it all. And uh, i tell you, Marquette Catholic is going to be in for a, a time next week uh, when they take on Lanesville. Lanesville uh, won the championship hey, uh, in North Central. Yeah. 68-33. But, uh, yeah, you guys oh, okay. have heard about it. So, yeah, right. it sounds like you got a break coming up. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Dave. I appreciate the call. Dave Sokol. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, college basketball today, the University of Indianapolis on the road at Illinois Springfield. Come back with a W, 82-75, the final. Their head coach, Paul Corsaro, joins me. Coach, congratulations on a great win. That's a long trip, and I know you're tired, but congratulations. Hey, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it, man. We had a great win on Thursday and then followed up. Um, and that was at Quincy, followed up with another uh, big-time road win today. So went 2-0 and on the road this week. No, those and, and I've, I've made the Quincy trip. It's a miserable trip. I don't have to tell you. You already know it. <laughs> but it's also – and, and Hawk is such a great guy, wonderful guy, tremendous coach. Go to his place and come back with a W is pretty impressive. 
It, it was, and he is an excellent coach. And honestly, you know, you know those little small victories from your your day yeah. coaching. That was my first yeah. time winning at Quincy, so that was pretty special for for me no. and my staff too. It should be all right. So you're playing well at the right time, it seems. Yeah, you know, I think we're peaking at the right time. We're seventeen and seven. We're number one in league. We're top twenty-five. Um, you know, we just got to keep rolling. You know, we were in this situation last year, and um, right. you know, we have guys that were a part of last year's team, and we just got to, uh, like I said, stay focused on the task at hand, not get content, and just keep getting better. I really like this group. I do too. Tell me how my guy Jesse Bingham did today. Oh, you know, he only dropped a casual, you know, 25 points, you know, four assists, <laughs> two blocks. He just does what, right. what Jesse Bingham does. That's what we're accustomed right. to. Well, but you also – you have the, the thing I love about your team, aside from the fact that they're a tough-minded group of guys, is that you have balance, you have, you, you have a great inside-out combination, and guys who just play. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, we had three guys – uh, score 20 plus today. Jesse had 25. My big fella Kendrick, who you just alluded to, had had 23 right. and 23 points, 11 rebounds, double double. And then Jarvis Walker, our other guard, who's a Purdue Fort Wayne transfer, he had 20 points, five assists, zero turnovers, what five of six from three. So, you know, they played well, but um, that team. Um, was third in the nation in three-point percentage, and we held mm. 31, 31% from three and only seven <laughs> made three. So our, our defense as a team was elite. Right. All right, so uh, you, you're leading the league. You got another week of regular season, right? We have two more weeks. We have four, four regular season games left. Four games. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of myself. We got a lot of basketball to play. I mean, you really do. Big thing now, stay healthy. Man, oh, man, whatever you do, <laughs> stay healthy. I think, I think you're in great shape. Guys are playing hard. Got to stay healthy. You're exactly right. You got to stay healthy, and you know we got our, our our final two home regular season games this week. We play Thursday at home against William Jewell, and then Saturday at home versus Rockhurst. That's Senior Day. We have a great group of seniors, mm-hmm. so you know hopefully we just finish strong at home this week to send those seniors out the right way. It'd be the right thing to do. You, Indy, on the road. They beat Illinois Springfield eighty-two seventy-five. Paul Corsaro, thanks for the call, Coach. Good luck next week. All right, thanks, Coach. Appreciate you. Thank you. Scoreboard update coming up. Top of the hour. Scoreboard update with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk.